and so i was starting to yeah, smell a little like curdling milk oh damn <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, so. yeah so thanks for coming by man i mean we were talking for a little bit about you know kids and and whatnot and i liked how you brought up that point about i don't know if it's like how it's to be said a buddy of mine said like the one and done yeah approach when it comes to kids or like the two and through and then the three and <laughs> yeah and then the rhymes just keep going as the numbers get bigger and yeah stuff. but um because you you just have one right and me yeah. For, for those of you guys who listen, I have two. Right. We're two and through. That, that, that's oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. And and to, to each their own kind of thing, you know. And so, but I just find it interesting as I start telling people that I only have one child and that's pretty much, that's it. You know, yeah. that, you know we've decided that we're not going to have any more, more kids. That how a lot of people almost don't accept that. Yeah. And, and. Sometimes, like, I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt, you know, and sometimes I feel like it's, um, they take it as like a jab or something, like, or they take it personally, yeah, in, in a sense. It's like, it was like, oh, you've only decided to have one kid. Does that make, does that think that you think that you're better than me or something weird? I have yeah. no idea what's going through <laughs> their head because I'm not in their head, yeah, and so. Uh, and, and then they just always want me to always break it down. They always are asking all these questions where it's like, it's really personal. And sometimes these are strangers, you know, where it's just, it's like, because I mean, talking about kids is such a a common thing that you could talk with people that you just meet on the bus, you know, or that, you know, you're just kind of running into. And then they're like, Oh, I have a kid. Oh, cool. Me too. It's that common ground. Yeah. And then they're like, uh, what kind of, or how old your, how old your, your, uh, your child? And I'm like, oh, he's, he's six. You know, I was like, oh, it's a boy. And then immediately they're like, anymore? Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, when's the next one or something like that. And, and it just gets so repetitive sometimes to start breaking it down where it's, it's all like, I've like, I, I try to be honest with people. But sometimes if it is just that random person on the bus yeah. or something like that, I, I like, I haven't gone to the, to the like extent of saying, I was like, oh, I have to testicular cancer and I had my balls cut off or something like that. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know how crude <laughs> I can, uh, I'm going to try say to say what you're going to say. Man. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to try to keep it clean, you know, but, um, but yeah. And I just don't always want to get into it with everybody about my personal reasons for, yeah having one child. And I feel like that there's probably a lot of other people that only, I know people who have only one kid, you know, and, and a lot of times I can tell that they immediately jump with their reasonings. And I was like, oh, these poor people have been beaten by society by only having one kid that they're just so willing to be like, this is why, this is why do like, don't, don't be upset with me. Yeah. It's like, oh shoot, dude, it's chill. (laughs) Well, even when it comes to like two, like I, I knew from the beginning, I wanted two children regardless of how hard it was going to be. The reason we're not having three, it's hard. Like it's not easy. And I think that a lot of people inherently feel like if you have one, they should have a sibling Mm -hmm. or you, you shouldn't just stop at one because why? I mean, for whatever reasons, just like you mentioned. And for me, I can, I can completely understand. It's not, it's not so much the love is divided, but in Mm -hmm. a sense it almost is. Yeah. And you get to pour all of yourself into your one child and treat them 
like 100%, you have 100% my attention, 100% my focus. When you do have two, the paradigm shifts. Right. And whether we like to admit it or not, it, it, we're, our time is divided. Yeah. And that is one of the, one of the greatest benefits I think of having, um, one child is that you do get to really focus individually and stuff. And, but the, the one thing that I, 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 I feel like I'd be missing out personally from not having another child is those challenges and is seeing how, um, I'm able to adapt and, uh, overcome these hard situations when the kids are like, who do you love more? I mean, I mean shoot, sibling, sibling therapy is a real thing, yeah. you know? And so of like of adults who is who come up with like, Oh, I'm this way because my parents didn't love me as much as they love my other brother or yeah. something, you know, that scapegoatism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it's, it's for me, like, and even right now I'm already feeling like I need to justify my reasonings for having one yeah. child, you know? I think that for for myself, my whole opinion is you got to do whatever you're going to do. I mean, you got to live the life that you're going to live. It's not for me to impose my beliefs about child rearing and how many children people should have because I'm not going to raise those children. No. They're not going to be mine. So no. if one person decides to have one, then that's their decision. Everybody, I would hope, should know they need to step back. Right. And it's like, let them do them. That's so not something that people know <laughs> to do, you know. <laughs> Stepping back is not something that a lot of people are, are voluntarily doing. And yeah. So they just really want to come in with their opinion. And sometimes, uh, I, I notice more with the older generation, um, the one prior to ours, yeah. that is, that will, are, are very eager to tell you what you're doing wrong and how to correct your wrong ways, yeah. you know, instead of trying to taking a step back and being like, oh, what made you come to this decision, you know, or where, where did this happen? Unless it was like some medical personal reason or yeah. something like that. And so, but no, I think, um, I mean, I know for, for, for me personally, I, I'm, I'm fulfilled with one child, you yeah. know, I mean, I am. I, I, I've come to that acceptance and like, no, this, this dude, he really, because my, my son, he's six. He like, yeah, no, he, he completes me just as good as, you know, and as, as, uh, as my wife does, you yeah. know, just adding to that family. And so, uh, it's, it's not accepted a lot of times and it's weird. Yeah. I don't under Again, I don't understand it. And maybe coming from the older generation. One of the examples I can give, uh, for those of you who are listening, um, you are a, a veteran as well as an act you're currently serving in the military. Right. And so one of the things like my dad, he is in the Marine Corps, would tell me, a lot of old timers always tell the young kids, sign up for the Marines, join the Marines, oh, yeah. don't do the other branches, do the Marines, be a man. Right. And really I think his explanation or his way of thought is, they knew how hard it was mm -hmm. and some of the things that sucked about it. And they kind of want the younger guys to go through it too. Right. Like, to to <laughs> get that hard element of growth that you're only going to get by somebody screaming in your face. Yeah. Kind of thing. And back then it was a heck of a lot different than oh, it is yeah. today. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's kind of like I went through it, you know, 
don't take the easy route. You should take the hard route mm-hmm. too. Cause if I had it hard, you should have it hard. And maybe people with a lot of kids, it might be the same thing. I had it hard raising two kids. You should have it hard too. There shouldn't be parents out here or even, even married couples. Cause I'm almost con- curious how those who decide not to have children at all. Oh, right. Are feeling it like yeah, and that's like so much more of a common thing. Yeah, and so and and before prior to having you know, I I would have probably come off as from that older generation. I was like, you gotta have kids. What's wrong? It was yeah, like, you know, I was like, how are you gonna feel, like feel like you're done? Yeah, you know, but but that's me imposing my personal feelings onto somebody else. Yeah, you know, and so and now I'm I'm like. If someone's like, no, I don't think we're going to have kids. It's like, I want to, I want to applaud them. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) good for you. Stand up for what you want, man. (laughs) Yeah. Live your life. Exactly. Cause I can see the, I can see the benefits of everything like, Mm. uh, or or of all decisions. Uh, for those who don't want to have children, I can completely 100% understand that they don't want to do it. They want to live their life. They want to travel. I mean, it does provide you a lot more, uh, certain freedoms. Like we're at the stage as parents right now where, I have coworkers saying, oh, you're going to go see this movie. No, mm-hmm. I'm home with my kids. Like, yeah. you know, we don't have babysitter planned or whatever the case. You're not going to go. It's like, no. Like, do you understand how difficult it is to make plans when you have children? So for those who don't, it's like, okay, you're just free to do whatever, whenever. And that's fine. And if you're, if you're completely 100% going that route, no regrets, then yeah, I do applaud that too. And if yeah. you decide to have one, that's great too, because there's a lot of benefits to just having one. You go through those growing pains once, mm-hmm. yeah. whereas we're going through the second round. Our daughter's going to be one in a couple of days. So the sleepless nights, yeah. all of that stuff, it's just. <laughs> no, and, and there is those elements of when you're going through it, you know, the first time, then you do have that. It's like, oh, you know what would have been better is if I kind of <laughs> hit it like this, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, with only having one, um, we were like, we were blessed. Like our son, he never, he, he never had any issues sleeping, you know, uh, feeding. He never went through any kind of sicknesses. Um, like yeah. honestly, he was a, a picturesque, um, baby. So and, the polar and, opposite of what I'm going through. More, more, exactly. You know, it's a, and that's kind of where I'm at. I was like, I'm not going to get that again. <laughs> you know? And so it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I played some good odds. Yeah. And so I was like that quit when you're ahead kind of aspect. Yeah. I know? spoke, we, we actually spoke with another mother who had two children prior and she said that they were both like, uh, heaven sent just totally easy, lax babies, mm-hmm. love to cuddle, relax, like bedtimes were a breeze, feedings were a breeze. Baby number three came into the picture, a total like boss baby scenario. Oh, right. I'm the boss of this house. We're doing things my yeah. way. And she, yeah. <laughs> and she's <laughs> like, if I had her first, I probably would have stopped. Oh, well, but because she- we got lucky with the other two, we thought, yeah, let's keep going. Like, yeah. our babies are easy. This isn't is work. <laughs> like, no worries. Uh, I think I'm looking at the other side of where it's like, it's like I lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So like, did you come into it like as, I don't know, like, did you always think about it? Like having a family, having children? Because I know that for myself, I've always had that idea ever since I could remember. I knew that family, children, that's what I wanted. Yeah. Other people, it's like, eh, if it happened, whatever, you know, right. I just want to play the field. So no, no, um, I, I, I don't know at what age, but it, it, 
not having a family was never in my mind. You know, it was always like, oh, I wonder, well, like when I'm a dad, this is going to be fun if I yeah. to go do this and stuff like that. And so, yeah. And then, and honestly, even um, uh, from a, from a young age, I always pictured having two or three kids, you know? And so that was kind of what I was prepping myself for. And even, uh, when I met my wife and, uh, once we got engaged and, you know, we were talking about like starting a family and stuff like that, what her expectations growing up of having a family looked like. Yeah. And, and where I was kind of like, I was like, I want, I want, uh, like two or three yeah she's like i want to i want two and that's it so i was like so i want seven let's meet in the middle you know kind of thing <laughs> and stuff and so um and then uh and then once she she got pregnant and we had our first our first son uh we were still kind of moving forward with that idea with that you know original mind that we that me and her both had growing up i was like okay um two like two kids makes a family kind of yeah. thing. And then, um, she, uh, and so we were going for that and then, uh, she ended up having a miscarriage and that was, uh, like, that was really hard, you know? And, and that was uh, really hard on her, on, on myself and everything. Um, but it kind of also gave us this opportunity to kind of step back and think, wait, why, why are we having two kids? Yeah. Is it, is it because that's something we want? Is it something that we need, or is it something that um, has that we've just seen on the on the commercials and on the cereal boxes of the happy family with yeah, the kids, for you children, know? yeah. And so it, exactly, and uh, and then all the reasons of why people have multiple children come come up of like, oh, your kid needs a companion and stuff. And I was like, well, I don't want to have a kid for my other kid. Yeah, you know, and so I was like, "That's, I, I want to have another kid because I want another kid." And so, and so, uh, yeah. Originally, me and her both wanted more children, but it wasn't until we grew up and we were able to kind of really look at things as adults of what's best for us, what's best for the the child that we have, and why do we want the things that we want. Yeah. That we think we want. And so, yeah, no, um, I'd, I, I would have never thought that I would have been, uh, that I would have only had one child and been content with it. Yeah. And so that's cause yeah, even growing up, if I was like, if something happens and I can't have kids, I'm going to adopt until I have this yeah. number of kids, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, I think I was fulfilling that picturesque mind that I had in my head of like, of the, yeah, it's ingrained in us. Yeah. I mean, that's where there's, there's a lot of stressors that are out there with, you know, things like divorce increasing, mm -hmm. um, people seeing being a single father or being mm -hmm. a single parent that they don't want to do that. But unfortunately it's almost the climate of things. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to, you know, step back and if you are open to discussing it, but uh, I'll share my experience when my wife and I, we were trying for baby number two, yeah. uh, there were a lot of ups and downs because my wife has, uh, like a, a heart shaped uterus. Mm. It was going to be a high risk pregnancy. It was for our son. So we were touch and go. He was born premature two months early and that was very spooky for us. Oh yeah. So baby number two, we kind of knew it's going to be the same kind of road, but 
there were a lot of times where we thought she like she would miscarry mm-hmm. and there were it was i can't really express like you understand right. i can't express the feeling to people who've not experienced this just this it's it's not like walking on eggshells you feel this sense about you like are we going to have this baby is this baby going to be here yeah like what's going to happen and it's just this extremely unsettling feeling yeah so then to have experienced a miscarriage as a father as a man how how did it affect you oh yeah well you go through um that that whole thing of when you're starting I was like starting to look at the the pregnancy and you know once it's a confirmed pregnancy and everything like that um you like man what are the the, the numbers on miscarriages in the first term are yeah. are like really high you know there and so and so you know it's a possibility and especially after you've already had um a child and you're like oh well, it didn't happen the first time yeah you know so like like it that's something that happens to other people i i yeah. hate that expression but yeah. it's so common and it's so right you know and so and then and so inside you're you're like i'm trying not to get excited you know but there is that element where i'm already picking names you know, yeah, kind of thing, and so, and then, um, and then the the miscarriage actually like happens, and it like it, it affects affected me emotionally. I mean, not nearly to the extent that it affected my wife, and so like my heart goes out to her, and my heart goes out to all those women who have had multiple miscarriages. Yeah. I can't even imagine what it's what that would be like. And so, because that first one, my wife had her, her that the first one, you know, she was like, kind of was like, you know what, I think I'm done for a little bit, you yeah. know. And then, and then we tried a couple times, like later on, in the uh, like a couple of years later, and and we just didn't get pregnant. And then, <clears throat> and so we we're just like, no, this is this is kind of the nail. I was like, all right, let's 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 just kind of be grateful for what we have and kind of kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. And, and so for those, for those people who, uh, continually try and continually have those miscarriages and having that, that weird, um, sense of, of guilt that they go through of, you know, like this is my fault and stuff yeah and me trying to be there to support. It was like, no, nah, no, nah, that's not it at all. It's not your fault. This isn't yeah. this is something that happens. We know the numbers, we know the odds of actually a successful life. You know, and yeah, it, it, it's, it's, and then you see it, all of a sudden that's when all the, the pregnant ladies come out of the woodworks, you know? And so, and all of a sudden <laughs> you see all these bellies everywhere and you're all like, dang, is everybody pregnant? Holy yeah. crud. <laughs> like, it's got to hit you even harder to it, see something like that too. Yeah. You know? And so, and, but it's as a, as a man going through it, I, I was more or less pushing away my emotions to ensure I was supporting my wife to the best way that I could. Yeah. And so, and the, to this day, it's not nothing that she, she likes to talk about at all. I'm probably going to get a little bit of flack of even bringing it up. <laughs> <for> real. <laughs> so, yeah. but, um, but it's, it's, it's good. It's good now. I mean, we're, we're at a, at a much better state with it. And so, but the, um, not to, not to like totally switch it over, but it just kind of made me think that the only time that I ever uh, question about having another child 
is when occasionally my son will say, I was like, man, I wish I had a brother or I wish I had a sister, you know? And then that's, that's that moment of, of having kids for your other kids, you know? And, and so that's when I was like, yeah, yeah, dude. Um, that's, that's something that you're going to have to deal with. Hey, let's go hang out with that guy. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, let's go, (laughs) let's go find you a a friend real quick. (laughs) You know? Cause you, you have brothers, right? Or I have a brother. brother. Yeah. yeah, same as me. I have a younger brother. Okay. Are you the youngest or oldest? Yeah, I, he's older. I'm the youngest. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know what it's like to be second player and oh, never. Mo- yeah, yeah. <laughs> even even the controller that's unplugged for a while, you know, and even knowing that it's unplugged, but still being cool with that because yeah. you're hanging out, yeah. you know. And so, how many years apart are you from your? Uh, we're, we're we're four. We're, okay. Yeah, yeah my brother four. and I three. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's close enough to hang out. Yeah. And to 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 be really cool. Um, yeah, that, that's gotta be the other hard part, uh, growing up solo mm-hmm. um, cause you and I, we don't know, we don't know what that's like. Exactly. And so then I also end up, I'm like, I'm like, am I wearing multiple hats here? Do I gotta like be father? And then do I, do I gotta mess with them a little bit harder? Like, you know, like how like my brother did <laughs> to me or what, you know, and sometimes, but I kind of do that naturally anyway. Sometimes yeah. I think I mess with my son a little bit too much, but uh, and so, but it, it, at the same time, it also encourages me to be that much more interactive with him, you know, because he doesn't have that other person to just kind of go bounce off of yeah. that. I'm, I, I want to be there and be like, okay, dude, yeah, let's, let's sit down and let's play this. Let's go ahead and go do that. You know? Um, and it's, it's also tough because, uh, I, 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 he looks a lot like me. And so I tend to treat him and do things with him that I think I would have liked, but he is so not me, you know? (laughs) And so I have to be like, I have to listen really hard. It was like, wait, what are you into? That's so, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's let's go ahead and I can't, I can't think of an example right now. Yeah. uh, And so when he does like have interest, like, he just started showing interest in kayaking. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, and so, and he's not, he's not like the greatest swimmer. And so he obviously has got life jackets and stuff, but it yeah. makes his mom super uneasy. But I, I'm, I love, I love kayaking and I, I'm really trying to get into kayak fishing and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so when he's like, when he's telling me, he's like, Hey, I want to go, I want to go kayaking. I'm like, <laughs> stop, stop everything. We're going kayaking. Everyone go away. <laughs> you know? And so I'm like, like, yes. But, um, and so if, if instead he's, he's like, he's like, no, I, I want to play, I want to play Roblox, you know? I was like, okay, I can, I can get into that or whatever. Some toys kids are playing with today. It's like, it's not the same. No, no. And he doesn't (laughs) like Legos. I mean, he's okay with Legos, (laughs) but I mean, that was one of the things that as a, as a, as a youth, I stockpiled all my Legos and was like, this is my legacy. Yeah. (laughs) This will be for my son and he will love me eternally for it. And so I presented him with all these Legos once he was about five thinking, okay, he's, he's old enough, you know? And it was totally just like, what do I do those? You know, I was like, you, anything, you do anything with them, you know, but still, it's just not, he's just not me. Yeah. I mean, we're not quite at that point yet with our kids. Like I'm not, 
like my son, he's really into like really, really little kid stuff still. Oh yeah. Enjoy so, it. That's so much fun though. You know? So when he gets older, I, it'll be curious because my brother and I, we were more gamers. Yeah. So too. if he wanted to play board games or video games or any of that stuff, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, let's do that. I've saved uh, same boat. I've stockpiled my old consoles and right. my old games and now you're making me feel like when I present oh. this to him, he may very well be like, eh, I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, dude, like if I, if I help you get prepared for that a little bit, because I was not ready, you know? And so, and yeah, no, he's, he's, he's about gaming. And so we, we can relate on that and yeah. stuff. Um, how, how old's your son? He's three. He'll be going on four September. Uh, are, so. Do you have him playing any, uh, any video games or anything yet? You know, against popular belief, we mm-hmm. do have him playing the iPad and he's okay. like super good at it. Like he, he has some, there's some educational games on oh. that Kindle fire. Yeah. And he plays those and he comes up to me. He's already spelling words. He's already doing all this crazy stuff that I was like, that it's more than just for watching videos. Like I'm, Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's cool that there's educational games on there. Not just weird, you know, like little fruit ninja. Yeah. You know, kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's like spelling games and there's a really interesting one that he just got mm-hmm. into. And it's like, I don't think he understands that it's actually a scientific game. Those are the best. Yeah. It takes like a tiny little element. Well, I, I think it's an element and it makes a funny little noise mm-hmm. when you tap on it, but there's like six different things you can do with the element to create a new one. You can either pour it in liquid, freeze it, spin it. And when you do these things, either that element will then become something new or it'll just be destroyed and then you have to start over. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I've seen that that action before. And And so he's building like this periodic table. Yeah. And he just thinks it's fun. But I'm like, that's awesome. Like you're using the scientific method to, to test different things with this thing yeah. and see if it becomes something else. No, actually my, um, my, my son was playing that and it was, and it was, uh, it was one of those moments where I had to kind of let go and let him play with it and stuff because yeah. I was, I so wanted to do the scientific method. Yeah. Like, no, no, just work on that one element yeah. and then do everything to it and see what happens kind of thing. And said, he was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to put this element in the, in the spinner. And, and then nothing would happen. It's like, all right, I'm going to grab another element and put it in water. I'm like, but but you don't know what happens <laughs> if you put the other element in the water, you know? And so, and then I was like, and then so when he kept doing like the same thing again and again, getting repetitive with it. Yeah. I was like, no, this is, this is going to build something. Yeah. Cause I, I was watching him play and then it, I don't know how it is for you, but for me, it's like at a certain point, I'm like, this house done. Like it, it, when you tap the element, it shows like three options because yeah. there's three directions. It apparently can become three different things. And it's like, well, here's the symbols of what you're supposed to try. Meaning it's giving you the hint right out the gate. Okay. And so rather than like as, as eager as I was to just do it, cause I wanted to see what the next element was. I was like, well, look at this. This is, this looks like a spinny thing. Why don't you try spinning them? And then he did it and it became something new. And then we just do this over grand celebration. Yeah. And now yeah. I think he's trying to f- starting to figure it out because he started with like one element and then it was five. And then when I started watching with him and then he just showed me today and he's like almost completed oh, it. Oh, sweet. I'm like, whoa, this is. Instead of just like keep doing the same one, my, my son would find one that he liked that how, how it came out. And then yeah. he would just keep doing that one again and again and again, <laughs> and again. You know, just beating that dead horse with it. But it's, that's all right, man. If you're still stoked on it, like, yeah. that's what's important. But no, um, 
uh, I, I started, I started exposing my son to, to video games. Oh man. Like he pretty much as soon as he was able to hold the controller, you know, and then I had to start figuring out where my censure sense censorship lied and into it. And so, because uh, I, there was that call also that element. I was like, Oh man, he's, he's not even three yet. Like he's, yeah. he's not going to remember any of this, you know, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so, and so I was super about Marvel versus Capcom when the, the oh, man. that, that it, at the time it just came out the, the, the newest edition. And, and so I, I was playing it, you know, and being, and, and I, I, I have mixed opinions about um, uh, exposing uh, my son to virtual violence. Yeah, you know, and so because uh, I, I I come from a a different background where, for one, like I I was exposed to it pretty young, and I came out fine, you know. But <laughs> and, then, and then also knowing how it uh, like being in the Marine Corps and stuff like that, how it benefited me to an extent, you know, <laughs> yeah. like really. And, it was and like training, virtual was, training. There was almost a difference between the the kids that were like these these Idaho um, corn corn fed big guys kind of stuff who were like, no, I never played no video games. My video games was going out and chasing chickens, you know, (laughs) it's like, sweet dude, I chased chickens too. That was fun. But I really liked halo, you know, kind of stuff. And, and then their reaction once, you know, um, I'm, I'm trying not to, I'm, once I start thinking Marine Corps, my brain just goes into foul language and <laughs> terrible analogies, but Whichever once things you got use, escalated, yeah. you know, once things got escalated, their, their response, I mean, boot camp can get you prepared to only so much, but your upbringing has another uh, complete element to it. And I noticed that a lot of the gamers who were continually desensitized to an extent yeah. by this, um, how their reactions were almost more rational to an extent, you know? And so, uh, I, I looked at that and I was like, but these guys, like, it's not like on a day to day, any of them were out just punching babies or anything like that. You know, they're just, they're regular people. And so uh, they were able to separate it, you know, reality from virtual, but at the same time also kind of, get them for a little bit more of extreme life. But, uh, but I don't want to set my, like train my son from age two to be a Marine. Like that's not <laughs> something that is my like goal in his world. Yeah. And so, and I probably support if you wanted to be an officer in the air force, I'd be like, yes, <laughs> you know, we actually had that same, I guess it's a little bit of a pun, but the same road to cross because last or yesterday, my son, he likes to play this game called crossy roads. And it's a pixel-based game. We have it on the Apple TV. It's also for the iPhone. We're not sponsored by Crossy Roads, but um, you can you pretty much just swipe up and you mm-hmm. try to. It's it's Frogger, a modern day Frogger, and Sweet. he thinks the premise of the game is to get hit in traffic. <laughs> so yeah, and it, there's a cool little animation. There's a funny little sound effect. They make it worth it. <laughs> yeah, and he just starts laughing and jumping, and. I think like it's just a game, but then my wife, she was watching him play yesterday. And she's like, you know, you don't do this in real life. Like, oh yeah, maybe this game isn't for him. And like that was already sort of like the the parent transition because mm-hmm. I think it hits everybody. Yeah, the parents 
when we were kids who would, who were telling us Marilyn Manson and Eminem are contributing to violence in schools, mm. uh, we're going to be those at some point with whatever our kids are into when they're teenagers. And so when that shift happens, I think it's starting to happen with my wife already, mm-hmm. is apparently Crossy Roads, violence in video games. Yo, and yeah, where it's does weird that... weird when it happens. Yeah. It's unexpected almost every single time. And so, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just, you know, that on that same note, because I I enjoy video games. And at a very young age, as far back as I can remember, I mean, you could even make the argument that Mario introduced violence in video games by stomping on turtles and, and Goombas. Slaughtering Goombas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pushing dinosaurs into volcanoes. Yeah, jumping off, falling off cliffs, yeah. all that stuff. And so... When we, I mean, who didn't throw the penguin <laughs> off the ice cave? Yeah, you know, in <laughs> Mario 64. 64. Yeah. yeah, and so, <laughs> and the same thing. Like, I can completely understand. I'm not going to have my son playing Mortal Kombat or you know Halo or Call of Duty. These are mm. hyper more realistic, and they are the reason we have the the rating system. They are right. for a mature audience, and I think that as parents, we have to determine at what age are our children mature. Yeah, for some, they might not be in the picture as much due to work. So kids are playing at middle school or even younger because mm-hmm. they have older siblings. Mm-hmm. But parents who are really involved in the, with their kids or have the time, because not don't want to offend like you're not involved, but to, to anybody listening, but for those who have the time to be around, they can monitor that a lot more. Yeah. And so kind of curious what your thoughts are on on video game violence for your son at what age and and just like the introduction of of more mature content altogether yeah i mean do you kind of have a soft idea of that where you're like you know i'll see when i get there yeah and play it by ear and that whole playing by ear thing can be so dangerous sometimes you know and yeah. so if you don't have a set plan of what you want to do or and so then you don't know where the lines are that are, that you're trying not to cross yeah but um yeah no like i was saying too is i was i was uh playing uh marvel versus capcom which is a solid game, right. by the way. You know, yeah, totally. And so it just uh, really throws in a bunch of different elements. And uh, he was already interested in Marvel, you know. And so this really blew that whole thing up, too. Yeah. And I, I think he just turned three. Or he was, uh, he was already, he was able to move left and right and press a button. And so I set that mode to, you know, the, the easiest of the easy and he wanted to be Wolverine (laughs) and he found out, he figured out that if he just charges the guy and then just presses, um, X like repeatedly that he could win levels, you know? (laughs) And so he, he went through the whole, the whole tower, you know, and, and he beat, uh, that, uh, the, that, that mode on very easy. And, you know, that gamer parent in me was like, so stoked. I was like, he beat Marvel versus Capcom when he was three years old kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. He's a prodigy. Right. You know? And so, and, and then we would, uh, we would even start playing together and I'm like, this is parenthood. This is what I signed up for playing video games with my son. Heck yeah. yeah kind of stuff. I'm going to be mega man, you know, <laughs> and he's going to be the Hulk, you know, and stuff. And then going through it. And then, and then I, I started noticing 
I, well, I didn't like I didn't like it when there is there's some there's some female characters in there that are really risque. Oh you yeah, know, like Morgan and uh, even even Cammy can have some really bouncy elements to herself, you know. And so, <laughs> and uh, he was really getting about when he would have to fight them. You oh, know? Okay, and I was like, I was like, man, we're skipping this. You yeah, know? I was like, let's do something else or whatever. And then. And then he was picking. He started. He uh, like he sorry. He had this lineup because I think it's Marvel vs. Capcom three, and you could pick, pick three characters. Yeah. He picked the three most risque females, <laughs> and there. And so it did two things for me though. One, I was like, I was like, I think this dude likes chicks. You know, I was like, all right, that's 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 cool too. You know, yeah. but at the same time, I was like, not like this, bro. Yeah, not like this. And so <laughs> then we had to abandon that game. Yeah, you know, and that's when I started having to. That's when I started looking at the censorship because I was okay with the, with the back and forth, uh, violence and stuff of, of punching and kicking and things like that. Yeah. But I'm also like there to be able to see that if he's around other kids and if he's doing that, um, how to address it. Okay. Maybe then we shouldn't be doing this and stuff like that. And so, and to be able to kind of like pull that plug, uh, I wasn't expecting to pull the plug on because of Morgan, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but still I, I was, I, I, we had to do that. And so then we had to move into, um, oh, the, the Lego games. Oh, okay. The Lego games was our lifeblood for like two years. Oh, right on. You know, uh, that's, that's like the Wii versions or like, oh no, they uh, for for, um, Xbox. Oh, they have them on there too. The oh, Xbox okay. 3C. I mean, they got them on all platforms now. And so, and you know, fun, safe, uh, which also gave me the false impression because this was before I gave him all my Legos that he would yeah. be into Legos. <laughs> and I, maybe I ruined it by showing him Lego video games. And so yeah. it's like, wait, these Legos don't run around and build things themselves, <laughs> you know? And, and so now that he's, he's, uh, gotten, gotten older, uh, he, he's, he's really critical over himself over failure. Yeah. And, and so he's, he's really, anytime he does something, he wants to be the best at it. And I understand that. He, like, <clears throat> I can't say that I'm always that way, but, uh, I, yeah. I know his, his mom is definitely that <laughs> way, you know? And so, uh, they, uh, yeah, they just want to, they just want to dominate whatever they're, whatever they're doing. And if they're not dominating, they don't want to do it. Yeah. You know? And so that's, that, that's fine. Uh, but that's also part of teaching that whole failure aspect of teaching them like, okay, just because you get, you know, knocked down doesn't mean you just crawl away. You know, yeah. you got to stand back up and try it again. And, and if you want to still stop, try to, try to stop on a high note, you know? Oh, yeah. And so now, uh, and it's <clears throat> also not the very popular parent mood but uh yeah no i let him play Fortnite. you know oh, right on um i i know that was a question that was put up out there like when do you allow your child to play Fortnite? for me i mean i look at it like it's super cartoon violence mm -hmm. like it's not even call of duty or anything like that 
uh, you can, there are so many things now that parents can do, like mute the audio to yeah. other gamers because, I mean, for someone who's played Halo, I'm sure you've heard it all. Oh, yeah. You've no, heard, they're, and they're, from, they're wicked. Yeah. They're, they're from six cruel. year olds, six year olds will lay into you. Yeah. They'll, they'll rip you right down to your soul. Telling you the worst things that your mother was doing, and you're like, you don't know my mom. You know? Yeah, here you are, a grown man crying on the inside exactly. because some six year old is tearing you down. Oh, dude. Because of the point where then, then you end up just going on the game, not even to play the game just to talk trash to kids yeah. like like wait no you need to step back and but so there's definitely a lot of things parents can do to to rank that back yeah and it, it i don't see Fortnite, especially at your son's age right. as, a, as a really bad thing i know there are a lot of people out there though they just read the the clickbait articles mm-hmm. Uh, kid plays Fortnite, won't eat dinner, you know, whatever oh, the yeah, case yeah. may be. And then like, himself. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. It's a reality. Cause there's no pauses on these games anymore. I know, you know? And so like, and that's something his mom doesn't understand. She's like, come to dinner. And I'm like, he's in a match. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah. You can't just walk away. Right. No. And I think that maybe one of the things that might've brought that question up is the fact that there are so many kids his age that are already allowed to play. Mm -hmm. So I guess you're kind of able to answer that now. Whereas when we were young, it was like, well, maybe you can watch MTV when you're in middle school because everybody's watching it by that age. Or maybe you can think about uh, listening to these kind of CDs when you're in high school because everybody will be and you don't want to be excluded. It's already happening. So when it came to playing Fortnite, a lot of kids his age are already playing. How did you come to that that decision that yes, you can? And was it in any way affected by the fact that, well, if he doesn't get to play, everyone at school, when he goes to school, they're all gonna say, Well, we're playing and we got this and that and Yeah. Um no, they're actually uh he's one of the few kids at his school that is uh, playing Fortnite. Oh, really? Yeah. He, so he's the cool kids. <laughs> you know, what? oddly enough, he's actually kind of like not, I mean, over, over this element, kind of an outcast. I actually, I just went to his last day of school. Um, they had this barbecue thing Yeah. and you know, then he, he, he's all about it and stuff. And I was kind of talking to some other kids like, now nah, I just feel like that creepy dad. And I was like, <laughs> what do your parents let you do? <laughs> you know? Kind of stuff. And so, but, uh, and then he, and they're like, no, yeah. Uh, I was like, what, what games do you guys like to play? And just Minecraft. All, all of them, just Minecraft, Minecraft. Yeah. And that's cool. Max was about Minecraft too. Uh, the, um, the adventure mode scares the life out of them. Oh yeah, the zombies. The zombies coming out at creepers. night. Yeah, and so, but he's all about the creative mode, uh, which I'm, I'm way more content with too. Yeah. Uh, but the, the element of the other kids at school having the effect on them, that's not really anything that I, I've had to deal with yet. I know that that's going to come down to yeah. it, you know, for something. I'm not looking forward to finding out what that that is. It's so many dumb things for so many different oh, parents. Yeah, stuff that, and, and it's generational too, you know, the stuff that we're not going to be prepared for because it's absolutely was nothing that was even in our realm of consciousness, yeah. you know? And so... But for me having him playing Fortnite, my main concern was was the live element of talking to other people and things like that, obviously. And so I I I give out to uh the the Nintendo because it's on it's on it's on a Switch and they're so uh 
elemented to like the younger age range that you have so much more parental controls over it. And so that was an important factor for me was making yeah. sure uh, that not only uh, can he, it depends on who he's listening to, um, what kind of invites he gets and stuff like that. And so, cause the, there's a lot of time, most times I'm, I'm kind of hovering, you know, but there are when I'm, when I'm not, you know, yeah. and so I want to, but I want to be able to feel like I can leave the room or go do something else and that he's not going to get bombarded with these ridiculous propositions and stuff yeah. like that, you know? And so, uh, yeah, the, and he's never really acted out on any of the stuff that you like, like the, the violence in Fortnite until, until recently where, uh, he was playing with some of these friends at, at the park and they were, they were running around playing, playing Fortnite, you yeah. know, um, some were finding sticks, some weren't allowed to touch sticks, you know? And <laughs> so, and that, that's, that's a totally different element yeah. too. And I'm like, I was like, um, Max, don't play with sticks right now. Cause that kid can't play with sticks, yeah. you know? <laughs> and so, but that's like, that's, that's chill. Um, and, and where I was like, yeah, go ahead, go, go, go play Fortnite, but go like pretend there's bad guys out and around, you know? And, yeah. you know, uh, like shoot, pretend bad guys, but he didn't, he didn't, he he wanted to, to where everybody was he was shooting everybody and i asked yeah. him i was like is that how you play at school you know it was like he was like yeah i was like you don't pretend that there's imaginary bad guys around because that was that was me and my buddies we, yeah. we never played like well where okay you're on this team i'm on this team it was always we're on the team together and we're gonna go take out the invisible villain kind of yeah. thing and so i was like oh man so now I'm in, I am in this kind of, uh, like concept where, because I don't see what he was always doing at school at recess where I was like, I need to be more aware of that element. And, and I was able to sit him down and tell him like why that's not okay. Why, uh, pretending that you're pointing at a gun to somebody, uh, even though it's out of fun. And even if both of you think it's fun, what people around you see yeah. and think, you know, and, and I like, I don't, I don't really, there is that element of, man, people are going to think I'm a bad parent, you yeah. know, and that sucks. But I, I really try not to alter any of my parental elements due to the persona that I give off to others kind of thing. You know, I was like, I want to do what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. If you don't like it, uh, yeah, you know, I was like, okay, <laughs> but because of Fortnite, there are there's team based aspect to it, and those are the ones that he plays. Yeah, and so you would think that maybe he and at least three buddies, yeah, have a four team and try to go against somebody else, but to just go solo, everybody a free for all, yeah. which is also an aspect of the game. Uh, yeah, that can definitely lead to no, some pretty. I I had to sit him down pretty tough because yeah, he he because. I had to just call the whole thing off and bring him over because he he ran up and um, came up behind a kid and made a pistol thing with his hands and just shot him in the head. And Whoa. I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> Whoa bro! Yeah. Okay, let's let's reel that back in a little bit." Son. Yeah, that's uh, you know. And so execution was, on the playground. Yeah, wow. dude. Like 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 um, 
Boone's a dog. Boone's a saint. Yeah, Boondock Saints. <laughs> yeah, Boondock Saints style. I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know how I would feel if I saw that. And like that would. Yeah, be- no. And the, plus, I'm like, I'm like, you don't do that in the game. You could never get that close. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I was like. So, I could understand, like, you know, you see kids out there running around maybe teabagging because that's something that people do in games. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So I, I can, yeah, when you set, okay, so you're sitting your son down and you're having oh, this talk with yeah, him now. You know, yeah, and I'm, I'm telling him basically that whole thing of, of what you're doing right now seems like fun, but like, that made me uncomfortable and I can't even imagine what it made those parents feel. Yeah. And now, honestly, if those parents didn't want those kids to play with you because they thought that you were going to be shooting their kids in the head, yeah, um, I, I I couldn't argue with that. You know, I'm not one bit. Honestly, I don't really know if I want you playing with these other kids because for some other reason it makes you want to shoot them in the head. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, but and and, and he's like, well. And then he was trying to make like some excuses, like it was like, oh, it's it's no big deal. It's what we play at school and stuff like that. And yeah. I'm like, aren't there like people that watch you do stuff at school? Like, yeah. I thought that there's like playground monitors and stuff because I darn know that that would not fly yeah. at school. And so I was like, I would be getting phone called <laughs> real quick. And so I was like, yep. Yeah. Your son shot somebody in the head today. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. Because when we were kids, I want to say it was probably Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. Or playing Transformers and, and imagining that we were those characters. Right. And they weren't enacting violence on each other. At least Transformers, it was like lasers, but no headshots or anything, yeah, yeah. anything like that. And you weren't controlling the character. So we might have been just reenacting the episodes. And, you know, the bad guys, they would get away. It wasn't yeah. like there was... If they didn't get away, there wasn't another episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, yeah, that's got to be a difficult road to to be on and to try to navigate, especially, again, you're mm-hmm. in it. It's happening now. It's current. It's not something that Fortnite's not been out for, for decades. Right. It's something that is new. And all parents are probably having to figure out how to navigate this, this franchise and the possible effects it may or may not be having on their children on yeah. an individual basis. Yeah. And I, I know I'm going on a much more lenient, um, uh, n- not quite, quite as conservative as my parents kind of stuff yeah. you know, side of it. And, and I'm trying to just, uh, work my way through it. But also I can, I'm, I'm looking at the, the, the future of what he's going to have to deal with as a parent, um, video games are, are on ESPN now, Yeah, you it's know, very big. and so it's, it's not as much of a pastime as much as something that people get paid for, you know, and that's the other issue too. I mean, for, for me is he's playing these, these games, but he's good at it, yeah. you know, and there, there is there, it's also now, um, which I've always, I mean, anyone who's known anything about world of Warcraft and stuff like that knows that there is an addictive element to it. Yep. And so it's not like, uh, he's just always on it. You know, it's like, I made set times. I remember when I had to start like, I was like, okay, dude, you're starting to play video games too much. You know, there is that line where you need to kind of like cut that off and, uh, go do outdoors, you know, kid things and stuff like that. And 
And the first time I ever did that with him, um, he was like, he was probably four. Uh, I was like, he was going through withdrawals. It was yeah. really difficult you know, to set those boundaries and stuff like that. And, uh, once, because when he had none and then re me realizing, oh shoot, boundaries need to be made on, on how much this game time that this guy's doing. And, you know, like not quite, he never, he never does like, like temper tantrums or anything like that. But I mean, he, he'll, he'd cry, you know, or he would just flop around and be like, there's nothing to do. I'm so bored, you know? And then, and then we'd be like, well, you're not going to go back to it until you find something else to do. And you're not bored. Once I fit, once, once I know that you can do something else and be happy with it, then, you know, I'm not going to let you go back and, and, uh, like play any video games or play on, um, it wasn't, it wasn't Fortnite when he was four. It was, man, I think it was maybe Roblox oh, okay, or something like that. And that's interesting that you would take that approach, especially given the, the nature of gaming today, that gaming when we were younger was just, hey, this is just a thing you do. It's a digital version of a board game, so to speak, yeah. like the same aspect. However, now there are people, they can make a career if they're good, a very small percentage, if they're good, they can make a career off of either streaming games or playing games professionally. Yeah. Wherein lies the difference though, just like you said, is the addictive side of it. Whereas as a parent, I wouldn't really have an issue. And I don't, I don't know if you'd be on the same page. If my son from sunup till sundown wanted to play basketball or <laughs> catch or anything like that, because it's a physical sport. There's health benefits to it. There's skill that is gained over continual practice, much like a video game, yeah. but there's not the same dopamine hit that you get off of gaming. Victory Royale. Yeah. Victory Royale, purchasing a new skin. Yeah. You know, there's no microtransactions to basketball or no. baseball or any other sport. So that is where I think the difference, the major difference is and why if presented with the same issue of do I let my son play a video game sun up to sundown versus basketball sun up to sundown, I would say no to video games right. just like you, but I would, I would probably say yes to basketball. It'd be hard not to, Yeah, you know, come in when dinner's ready kind yeah, of thing. I, I, I know those, I know those parents and stuff who, who have to limit their, their kids, um, uh, like basketball or, or softball time and stuff like that and stuff. But it's probably cause they, they've been on that side, you know, where they know how focused and how everything else drops off Yeah, and, and how it can eventually, you know, it'll mess with your, uh, your scholastics and stuff. Oh yeah. That too. <laughs> and so they're like, Whoa, okay. Cause I mean, it, it's hard for me cause I, I can't, I can't see my son, um, spending more than like, two hours, uh, like playing, playing a outside sport or something like that before he's like, all right, I want to do something else, yeah. you know? Uh, but I, I would imagine that I would end up if I've seen him as just con continually doing one thing repeatedly to be like, okay, it's time to break it up. It's time to got to diversify, diversify. Yourself. Right. And so, because, I mean, as humans, we're so complex and to being able to do multiple things, you know, and in a single day and, you know, and to be able to switch brains, you got to switch brains, Yeah, you know? And so 
that and that, that's that's the same kind of argument that I give that I tell him when he's on the when he's on the computer on his switch too long, you know, is it, it's it's time to switch your brains up, dude. Yeah. And and I mean, now he's used to it and he's just like, okay. <laughs> you know, and then closes it and then, you know, and then he'll be like, he'll be like, mom, you want to make something? Like, cause he, he likes cooking and stuff like that. Oh, and right so, on. Yeah. Yeah. My son's the same. He likes bacon muffins yeah. with my wife. Yeah, so. dude. And, and, and I encourage that. They have that. And I'm like, you know, like, heck yeah. Like, that, that's great. And so plus then, uh, you know, then it's also like this switch where I was like, All right, I'm going to step off a little bit and I'm going to go fishing or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so... And you brought up scholastics. I mean, school, even with sports, it can fall off. And there's always that balance. I think as parents, one of the things that some of us are taught, but others have to learn as we go, is the fact that we always have to be there, whether it's considered hovering or just an overseer of our children's time and where it's going. It can't just be on the iPad all day. We have to learn to write. We have to learn to read. We have to, we have to educate ourselves too. And that segues into young adulthood. By the time they're in at high school age and maybe they're really good at a sport, maybe they're really good at an e-sport, like mm-hmm. a game. And it's like, you still have to do well in school to graduate. And if you, who knows where e-sports will be when our kids are at that age, will there be college scholarships at that time? Right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I know, but we're Yeah. And if that's the case, it's like my son's got to step up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? If there's a college scholarship at that age, you still have to maintain a good GPA just right. to just to keep it in, in at the college level. Or if you're just going to, you know, go pro after high school, uh, at least you as a parent would probably want just get your diploma. Right. Exactly. It's like you this is the this is what the deal. We signed you up for this when you were in kindergarten all the way to 12th grade. You can't quit just to go pro before you get that diploma. So, I mean that, or, you know, if he, if he, uh, shows interest in a trade or something like that. And and that, that's a little tough too, because I mean, I, I, I honestly, anything that he showed interest in and, and just like, just like today, you know, when he, he says like, I want to try this. I was like, I, I want to be there just to fully back it and, uh, commit to it with him. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if he, if he decides to go into a trade and stuff like that, that's that like, by all means, that's great. But I mean, with a diploma, you kind of have a little bit more of, <laughs> yeah. of working space to, to do, to do with it. And so, uh, I'm sorry, I can't get my head off of, of esports for, uh, <laughs> as, uh, <laughs> but yeah, being a tradesman too. I mean, that's the route that I went. Yeah. I, I finished high Me school too. and I went off into the working world and I pretty much made just for years, lateral moves Mm -hmm. from minimum wage job to minimum wage job. And I had this, I don't know if it was a growing up epiphany that it was like, I don't want to work for minimum wage anymore. And I had to think about what I was good at and I was okay at welding in high school. So I decided to go back to community college or go to community college and just study their welding program. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And I got into welding and I've never had to work, knock on wood, minimum wage job again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been great, but I'm not a college graduate. I I only have my diploma. So everything, there's nothing 
some people think like you have to have this college degree and that's a whole huge topic about student debt and loans and all this other stuff. Mm. And what are you really making at the end of the day after all of that? Whereas a tradesman, I mean, these jobs are like the, the backbone of, of America pretty much. No real talk. And so, and, but usually what you end up, which, what, what I've found is that when you're making that trade off is, your your own physical well-being yeah you know and that's that's really where that money comes in is because uh you're you're getting paid a lot because you're getting beat up yep you know and so and i i know in welding and iron working and stuff like that it's 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 really physical and and you can deal with a lot of that uh meticulous same position or that awkward point where then the next day you're like oh shoot i can't look left yeah you know <laughs> it's not zoolander style it's like you know it's like oh physically hurts and so and that's where i kind of made that that mentality of i was like if my son wants to go into a trade i want him to be happy with whatever he's doing i know all kinds of dudes who are in trades and they're all like, everyone's dumb if they don't do it because it's awesome, <laughs> you know. But me, I started looking around at the the people who've been in it for longer and seeing how um, weathered, you know, they are, and and you know where they're like, oh yeah, three knee surgeries, back back replacement, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, shoot, is there a way I could still make this money, but you know, not die by the time I'm 50, Yeah. you know, and that's, I was like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess that degree would have kind of helped in that element. And so that's what I was like, yeah, that's what you're looking for. Hard, hard charge it. But that, or you've got to be able to teach your son or your children really just about the end game. Yeah. And for myself, oh, being, I still, I still struggle with that though. Yeah. <laughs> so, for myself being a tradesman, it's like, I have to think about it because now that I'm a machinist, I have to think about why well, I'm on my feet all day. And I remember the cashiers at Bonds when I was bagging groceries talking about, you know, fallen arches and just oh yeah, surgery on their backs because they're standing all day long. They why don't get they to sit. Chairs? Exactly. I don't understand. I mean, and that's <laughs> you would think at least like they, they've developed these standing stools. Now you would think that oh. they would be able to have something like that, but, that's not even available to don't, them. Don't the companies pay out in like medical insurance or something like that yeah. for that kind of stuff? It's like, <laughs> oh, uh. so I don't that I don't understand why they don't. They, you have a large pool of metadata of people getting injured on the job just standing all day. Yeah. So my wife, she talks to me about the end game. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do long term? Because I may be able to make it to retirement as a machinist standing on my feet all day, but I do handle heavy parts. So what's your quality of life going to be once you make it there? Exactly. Yeah. Am I going to have back pains every morning? Am I going to have knee problems, you know, just crouching down? Yeah. And so if my son wanted to get in the trades, I'd have to tell him like, either look into school on the side Mm -hmm. and try to get a degree in something that exercises your brain because that for for all argument's sake i think is something that you can just use until you can sit down and use your brain forever yeah as long as you're here it's a lot of really smart old people yeah (laughs) (laughs) or look into look into the highest position you can get in the trades it's the foreman yeah it's the 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 contractor it's 
the inspector. And even. what does it take to get to that? Oh yeah, no, the inspector status. Uh, even even to this day, I, I toy with the idea of being a safe, like a, a safety supervisor kind of yeah. kind of element. That whole safety world is just it's real. People it, get yeah. hurt. Yeah, on the job exactly, and 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 just to go around and just uh, exercise the operational risk management, you know, of of that, and and getting and you get paid pretty like pretty good for it, you know, yep. and so and you're not hurting yourself, and yeah, and so to, to like try to encourage in your children, the, it's like okay, like you have an idea of what you want to do, why don't you look at the whole picture of yeah. what's involved with it, kind of thing. And so, I mean, it, it, I can't really do that right now because right now my son wants to be a, uh, he wants to be a DJ. Okay. Um, it so. was a DJ ninja <laughs> for a while, but I think the ninja dropped off at some point. Yeah. And I don't think so. we have any like legitimate ninja masters here in the United States either. So you have to go to Japan for which that. Which maybe there's a need for it. There's not that, you know, and so he'd there have to go. he'd have to cross train <laughs> and then bring it back, you know, but exactly. And so I was like it's like but it also I felt like they were both night jobs. Yeah. You know? And so I felt there like that would be a really hard juggle. Um <laughs> And so, uh, and so once he starts posing interest into a, a certain field or something like that, which I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't push that on him. Like I'm, I'm 31 years old. I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I'm going to have a good yeah. idea and I'm, I'm, I'm brushing up my, my resume, you know, to try to, uh, push me into a direction that I feel like would benefit not only, um, my family, like financially and everything, but myself yeah. for my own mentality because i mean i was in a i was in a job that uh pays really well but really didn't do me well and and in turn didn't do well by my family because i was not the best i could have been for them and so he has that opportunity hopefully to kind of see the things that i'm trying to do and and uh apply it to how he wants to live his life. And so I, I feel like as long as we're there to support the life that they want to lead, yeah. then your kid's going to be happy. And in the long run, that's really what all we're trying to do is make our kids be happy people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so then here's a hypothetical for you because I, I enjoy the hypothetical questions and we'll say, you know, your son is at the age where he's 18, he's graduated mm -hmm. high school and he wants to pursue, say, DJing yeah. or or being a professional gamer because given the the times when he's 18. Um, but you've also set money aside for, say, college for him. He could have a full ride, but he would rather take that money and invest it 100 percent DJ equipment and, you know, using it for rent or whatever bills he needs because he needs to spend all of his time. Yeah. No, we've uh he has a he has a fun setup for him um that pretty much lets it's geared towards um scholastically so that you know that if that it can go into that um but if he decides to go into a trade or you know he's like I just want a fleet of taco trucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was like, all right, we can use this, this money that we've set aside for 
buy a fleet of taco trucks. Well, I guess yeah. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be a fleet. <laughs> like, start you off <laughs> like with, a taco yeah, truck. Yeah, start you off with a day truck, and then yeah. we'll see where, where that goes you from there. But yeah, and but a gaming you, setup. You, you and, don't know, and and honestly, like I'll, I'll I'll be real. I'm 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 hesitant on the whole future of that of the college world. By the time he's um you know old enough yeah. because there's so many different things coming out technology wise, you know, with the whole like Neuralink and everything where all of a sudden you're going to have a chip in the back of your head. That's going to link you to all the information. Yeah. What are colleges for? Yeah. You know? And, and so, I mean, uh, other than like trade and stuff like that. And so uh, even trades, it's like, uh, you know, and respect to people who go to the schools. <laughs> yeah. But once I finished, I was like, the old guy in the shop could have just taught me all this. Oh, yeah. Like that's why it's a trade. Yeah. The the um on the job training yeah. element of it is uh, which I always gained so much more from, yeah. you know, than than any of the courses and stuff that I did and I I went I was uh, heavy equipment and oh, okay. I I I went through a heavy equipment school. Well, actually I went through two. Uh one in the Marine Corps and then one on the civilian side. And then got into the uh, uh, the the union and their apprenticeship program and their little school thing that they did. And still, by the time I actually got the like got into the workplace, that's when the majority of all of my learning <laughs> began. You know, yeah. And so it's it's hard to set up your your children's future with not really knowing what the future is going to look like. Yeah. And so you just, you just do your best and put aside what you can and with as much leeway and buffer space for whatever's going to happen and hope that, you know, the apocalypse is in around the corner and <laughs> like, man, I could have bought my own taco truck. I know. <laughs> you know? So, but yeah. And just try to show your love that way, I guess. And it's, 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 it's tough. And it's always learning as you go. I mean, there's so many parents out there that much like you, we started out with, they talk about you should have more than just one child. Mm -hmm. And there are other parents that I've talked to that they already have predestined what their children are going to do. And I'm not on board with that. I don't think that that's the kind of life that I would want my children to have. Although I do see the benefits when it's like you're going to go to college and you're going to be a lawyer or you're going to be a doctor and you force feed that because at the end of the day they will have an education and they will have a job that pays very well but in a sense they'll not have the fulfillment of doing what they might have felt they wanted to do with their life it's it's two different sides of the american dream to yeah. be honest and I know those those uh, those individuals who whose parents was like, you know, set it out for them, and then pretty much force them to go along that. And I I can think of two people who, wow, that really messed them up, and they are in a terrible place now, you know, and <clears throat> because they weren't allowed to express themselves and be and do something that they want. And then I have uh, have one one homie in mind, where, yeah, no, he was so stoked that he didn't have to think of any of that. You know, <laughs> he was like, "Oh wait, I do that next." Bet okay, you know, and then just goes along, and now he's super successful and happy with his life and everything like that. And so it's 
it's like we we try to build these these houses and stuff for our kids and then we just can't get our feelings hurt when they want to redecorate yeah you know and and uh, i was like oh this is this is what i figured was gonna, that you were going to do with this with this house and then he's like ah, actually i want a mobile home you know i was like all right that's cool or if you're like no, you listen here, you living in that house, yeah. you know? And, like, and that's gotta be tough. Cause you, you mean, I, I always tell people that I encounter like that, that when it comes to me and, and my relationship with my children is that I want to live this life with them and mm-hmm. I don't want to live it oh, for them. Word. Because the coolest thing for me is to see where he wants to go, what he wants to do. And I, it some things trip me out and others it's like oh that's really cool like I, yeah and i feel like i would miss out on that if it was like put that down pick this up yeah don't do this do do that you you miss out on on their individuality and yeah and your 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 likelihood of of having someone who's going to be a happy person without being an individual is way less like, yeah. but I mean, hey, socialism has its place, you know, I guess, <laughs> but it's whatever. <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, that's, that's kind of why I fall back on that element of play it by ear, you know, and learn as it goes, find out where those lines are and stuff for, for my son. And that also kind of falls back onto why I'm glad I only have one 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 child you know and so because I, I you're you have to be more likely to be like oh this worked for this kid you know let me yeah. start pushing this other kid into like that or that same kind of and to be like have have so many different um angles on what how you want to raise a child in one home because every child has to be raised differently because yeah. they're all different people and then you're going to end up dealing with this issue of that's not fair. It's like, why'd you let this person do that? And I'm like, Oh, because that person's not a, a poop head, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then, uh, kind of just going through it. That's, I don't got to worry about that. You know, I got to worry about my one kid Yeah. and, and, and basically I don't know if, if I mess that up, you know, there's not, there's no excuse. I'm, but I don't have to worry about messing that up because I got a good kid. Yeah. You know, and and I, I I tell them that I love you every day more than I did the day before, because every day I I get to see him doing those those progressions where I was like, wow, I didn't think you'd be into that. Yeah. You know, and and see him becoming his own happy person is just just all the motivation to make myself a better person. And and I, it should be the other way around, you know, and I try to make sure that it is that he can see me being happy and doing what I'm doing and stuff like that. But he's also, he's not quite old enough to have that, to have that concept yet. And so I want to make sure that by the time he is there to be able to perceive my things that I'm doing and why I'm doing it, that he'll be able to relate on that. And so his karate teacher asked, asked, uh, asked me the other day, Cause you know, my wife's into bodybuilding and stuff like that. And he asked me, he's like, do you, do you train? Like, what, what do you do other than, than work? You know? And, and my son goes, he cleans the house. <laughs> you know? I'm like, yeah, bro, that's what I do for fun. I clean that house, you know, field day all day. But, and, and so then I was kind of like, I was like, um, you know what? I need to, 
I need to start getting more involved into uh, showing him things that I like to do so that, yeah. you know, and because a lot of times, like, I, I think maybe as just dads, we, we just do, we do things mm-hmm. and either you're with it or you're not, but this is what, ha- what I'm doing. And I, we don't often take the time to share it. Right. Like if I'm out doing the yard work, uh, he's not at the age yet where I'm telling him, let's go out there and do it together. Mm-hmm. He just hears the lawnmower or he sees it. So if anyone were to ask him what I do, he may not very well understand. Yeah. You know, we're doing work around the house. We're maintaining things. Right, right. Or 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 this kind of stuff, you know. And so being like, oh, my dad podcasts and yeah. stuff like that, you know. And so. Because even this, I don't think he fully understands. I, I have him out here. Sometimes he wants I, to talk on the microphones. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. I love that, dude. I was thinking about that. I was like, bro, interview my kid. <laughs> you know, like, face out and all that stuff that's great well yeah but at the same time i'm like nah dude he say some crazy things yeah <laughs> so i've got a couple i've not released it's just you know i think it would be interesting for him to be able to look back on this to to understand that we've had conversations together yeah and even the the whole idea with the podcast he, by the way? yeah that's you okay. the whole idea with the podcast is just like you know expressing what i'm feeling and what i'm going through at this time so if and when he decides to join the dad life himself and his son or daughter is the same age yeah, and he, he can see that wall. My dad went through that too. Cause I think when we get older, you then you, you transition to a, f- a few phases as a parent. I, and this is just my opinion that for one, you have the mentality where things switch, which we talked about before. And now the music you're listening to is contributing to this. So you shouldn't listen to that. Yeah. Whereas when we were kids, we were listening to wild stuff too. And then when you become a grandparent, it's almost as if you're now this holier than thou. <laughs> I never spanked my children. I never gave timeouts. You need more patience with your kids. Right, but right. it's like, that's not the way I remember you when I was a kid. Oh, right. Yeah. Cause people have the tendency to remember the best parts. Yeah. You know? And so, so having this sort of documentation, this unfiltered oh, thing for him, it's like, well, yeah, when you were three, you were pretty wild and you would test my patience from time to time. And I was honest about it and I mm. talked about it. Maybe I didn't share everything online, but we do have a catalog of things that at least I can look back on and say, yeah, I felt differently back then than I do now. And that's that was something that I was um, I was listening to one of your one of your podcasts and stuff earlier. Um, oh, this is the one that you just put out about the the breakups. Yeah. You know? And and I was thinking uh, about how one how I, I I really dug how you're addressing these issues, how you think about it right now. And so that you know, I mean, knock on wood, if something bad was to happen or something, you know, <laughs> and all of a sudden like you know you're dead, and then you know you're not there to like guide him. Yeah. And he also has this element and stuff. But it's also cool to have this backup so when you do end up having those issues, you can be like, no, no, like you can listen to what I thought about then. And then you could be like, and I still feel the same way. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like, but now I kind of understand it different. And this is how, this is why. And then he's also able to see your progression of of growth. Yeah. Because I always thought that, you know, adults growing up, um, they're the way that they are and they've always been that way and they're always going to be that way, you know? And so 
uh, that there's that there's just no changing them kind of thing. Yeah. And so it's it's cool to be able to go back and be like, no, as humans, we are always learning, we are always growing. And if you've stopped doing that, you've started dying. Yeah. And that's nothing I want to encourage you. And so I was like, yeah. As kids, we we look at our parents as if they know everything. Right. And I I'm the first to admit I don't. I'm flying by the seat of my pants every day. Like I'm just introduced to new things, new trials and new obstacles and new problems to try to solve. And my wife and I, sometimes we look at each other like, is this the right thing to do? You Mm -hmm. can read books, you can, you know, listen to podcasts, you can watch movies or go to seminars. At the end of the day, it comes down to you and the decision that you're going to make for your family. And uh, that's why other people that they're always quick to give you advice and yeah. tell you what to do. Yeah. And but you got to filter that out for yourself. So I always feel like at, at the beginning of any, when you're talking about something like parenthood and stuff like that, you got to throw out these mean old disclaimers at the beginning. Yeah. It's like, yo, this is me. This isn't, you know, <laughs> like, I, like, I'm not, if you don't feel this way, I'm not, I don't think that you're like ridiculous. If yeah. you think I'm ridiculous, just let you know. Like, okay. And that can be such a huge trigger for people. it is. Like for your son, he plays Fortnite. Oh my gosh, that's the worst thing in the world. I can't believe you would allow. I'm going to get flack from different people about it. Yeah, but others, it's like, you know, I was on the fence about it too, Mm. or I'm still on the fence, but hearing the way you're approaching it, I might approach it the same, but then I might also add this to it too that you didn't add. And then they're going to do that. And then having an open dialogue, non-biased, is very hard. Mm. I feel it's easier with a podcast because I try to be as non-biased as possible. You do a great then, job with <laughs> you, by the way. Like, I'm just shouting out. And then other people can just ingest it. Yeah. If they want to reach out to me via DM or messages or whatever to let me know their opinions, that's great. Or talk to me publicly, that's great too because I'm open to listening. But sometimes when you have a one, one-on-one with somebody, uh, it can be very difficult because they might just be 100% set in their ways. And I'm open to that. Like I can have a conversation with somebody like that. Yeah. No, but not everybody's up. Growing as a, I'm sorry to talk yeah. no, yeah, that, Growing as a person, you know? And so yeah, it's to be able to be open to other people's opinions and stuff like that. And so, and, and we've, 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 done some kickback over over one of your podcasts and stuff. I was like, Oh yeah, that's how I think about it. And so, yeah, we were talking about, uh, what was it? Cause you had, you had some points of view that were really just on the nose that I didn't consider. And it was like, I reached out to you with a question about, and I think it was an episode I was doing. And then I ended up doing an episode about it. Oh, that's right. That's right. And I, again, I didn't, I didn't have that train of thought at the time. Mm -hmm. It provided some perspective for me, and yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was like, was it was it leadership? Uh, but yeah, no, and so and yeah, be able to bounce off people and to be able to get different perspectives, so that you're you can end up being like, oh, I'm gonna apply that, you know, or wow, that wouldn't work with my child whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they would walk all over me if I did that. And so... And knowing your kids too. Yeah. Like, you know your son. And when other people are introducing things, like maybe hypothetical, your son just can't have sugar or else he's off the wall. Mm-hmm. And other parents, nah, just let him have some ice cream. And it's like, I said, no, you don't understand my kid. Yeah. And, but there's the persistent mm-hmm. 
come on, just do it. Just, it's fine. And then they have the ice cream and then they're off the wall and then they're, they're surprised all of a sudden. Like, oh, I didn't see this coming. Yeah. And it's like, well, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's, it's actually kind of how I feel about like uh, the Fortnite with how he start, starts like playing a little bit more violent and stuff like that. And so I was like, yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure that was the warning that people threw out to me when they're all when they're talking about having your kids play yeah. uh, um, first person shooters and stuff like that. I was like, so I, and so I was like, I shouldn't I shouldn't be surprised, you know, but at the same time, I was like, I like. That maybe it's also because I see my son as like this perfect child. You know what? I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. Because <laughs> my wife does see our son as a perfect child. But I was yeah. like, that boy's up to no good right now. I don't know what he's doing. But and so, uh, yeah, uh, you get these warnings, and sometimes you decide to ignore them. But uh, as long as you're not so surprised when they when uh, when those warnings come true. Like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Yeah, they, that can be tough. Uh, but again, we all have to cross these roads or cross these bridges when we get to them yeah. and just try to do the best we can. Listen to other parents, do research on your own. If you, even if you're a hands-off parent, I mean, you kind of have to just respect that the chips are always going to fall where they may, whether you're completely 100% involved yeah. or you're 0% involved. We grew up with other kids that had parents who were in the picture and might have taken the wrong path in life. And growing up with kids whose parents were never around and had the perfect scenario to have grown up in a, yeah. a bad life, but turned out great. Yeah, man, I, I have some of those friends that I wish I knew what happened to them, you know, because I know they can all have turned out to be like delinquents and stuff like that, gone through it. But yeah. those ones that was like, what, your mom just walks around naked all day? Like, what the heck? <laughs> you know, kind of stuff. And it was like, and I was like, how are you as an adult now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of stuff. But it's like, it's whatever. <laughs> like, I'm fine. I'm a tradesman, but I like wearing heels. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is a one-off thing. Speaking about, yeah, <laughs> risk management, bro, that's going to have some hazards right there. <laughs> but uh, uh, that, uh, that episode thing is going to bug me, but about... I'll have about. to try to find it. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we won't be able to get it. No, 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 because I'm, I'm not that quick with it right now. But overall, yeah, yeah. Raising uh, raising only one kid's got its pluses. Yeah. You know, and it's some negatives, but each coin's got two sides. And so I think it goes back to saying that, you know, as, as long as everyone's kind of more open-minded to things and less critical of others and – Everybody hears it. There's, I I work with, uh, I've worked with people who have six plus kids today in today's day and age. I think that that's wild uh, Mm. to, to fathom that idea back when my grandmother, I mean, I had 12 aunts and uncles. It's, that's what they did back in the day. You just had a big family. So everybody gets it on all, you don't have kids or you only have one. You only have two. Why'd you have three? You only have four. (laughs) I, <laughs> <especially> never <laughs> then once you start going into like culturally and stuff like that too yeah. and so uh like for me i'm like you know art my culture and stuff it's not as as wild but i mean i'm i'm guessing for like a, a culture where you know you do have large families and stuff like that to all of a sudden be saying that you only want two kids would probably be like was like why you know, yeah. kind of stuff and i was like that's 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 not how we were raised you know and i like what you said about 
you know, it, it does hit the nail on the head when you think about having kids for your kids. Yeah. And I think about it for myself. It's just my brother and I. Mm-hmm. I only have one nephew and then our two kids. Whereas when he and I were growing up together, we had tons of cousins. Oh, yeah. yeah. They just have each other. There's only three and that's it. The other cousins on my wife's side of the family, they're much older. So they're not going to really be in the same mental state or really interested in the same things as they are. But these three, they'll grow up together. They'll have fun with the same things and the same toys, but they're not going to have the experience my brother and I had Christmas where it's like everybody's presents are compiled, all the cousins, and it's like a living room full of gifts yeah. because the whole family's spending it together. Yeah. So they won't have those experiences, you but we have to... ball out and just get a bunch of gifts for those kids. That's all, man. <laughs> Problem solved. What's up? Maybe we do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't do that, man. <laughs> yeah, and that's, a, that's one thing that I wanted to ask because we, as at least for my wife and I, we kind of went... We didn't go overboard with toys. The spoiled factor. Yeah, the spoiled factor with one child versus two. We yeah. do have to divvy things up. She's playing with his toys, so the, mm. we're not there yet where she has her own toys, he has his own toys. But when it comes to over-purchasing, we like to not when it comes to toys, but we kind of did when it came to children things like beds and cribs and pack oh. and plays. and stro- Practical we, things. We got a double stroller. We used it like two times. Yeah. Yeah, and so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it, when I think about it now, it's like we didn't need it. Yeah, and then they started. I was like, "Dang, foresight." Oh well. Yeah, but yeah, well, I think I think that's probably. I mean, no one no one can blame me for being more practical. You know, being it's all like, "Oh yeah, I got seven night lights." You know, yeah. kind of things. It's like turns out to light the house up or whatever. I, I didn't eat seven, you know, but that's, that's you trying to also be, um, uh, a productive and, and a ready person. Yeah. Uh, I guess you go with the, the element of, uh, it's better to, what is it better to have and not need, need than yeah. need and not have. And so, but we, <clears throat> we were going, going through, uh, the issue of, of the, um, too many toys, or it's not as much of too many toys, but he ha- he started getting this bad habit of every single time that we went out, you know, of like if we had to go pick something up at the store, Walmart, or whoever, you know, he'd get something. Yeah, you know. Right now, you go to the store a lot. You go to the store a lot too. Yeah, but and and that was that was something that me and my brother never really like always like really had, you know, because, cause you know, if you get, if you get him something, you got to get him something, yep. you know, and it keeps and it keeps escalating like that. The more kids you have, but when you only have that one kid, it's like, you get him something. All right. That's five bucks, you know? And I had to step away to be like, it's not about the money spent. It's about him expecting something. Yeah. It becomes a habit. It, yeah. And so luckily we never went, got into the, um, the grocery store toy aisle or anything like that. And so that's not where he was expecting it, but he was expecting it um, about every time that we went to like target. Yeah. And, and, and especially, and now that he's, now that he's older, he's, he's starting to play this game of, well, you got something. That's not, (laughs) that's not fair, you know? Yeah. And so I had to start, uh, you know, pulling out the element, I was like, oh yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, I'm working, there's this, there's, you know, this they got to understand why. where the money's coming from Kinda, at some age. Right. You know, 
And so, and, and frankly, like one time I just had to straight up tell him, you're not going to get something every time, you know? And he's like, why? I'm like, because that's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, I was like, I can't, I, it's like, I don't know right now, <laughs> Yeah, but I know I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'll get back to you with the answer, but yeah, for right I, now. I don't want to feed him like BS reasonings, you know, and stuff. And it was like, oh, we're broke. Yeah. You know, oh, that's, that's my least favorite. I think my, my wife's pulled that one once, you know, I was like, I don't want to get him this. Like, he's like, why? I was like, oh, we're broke. Yeah. You know? And then next thing you know, he goes, we were going to like, um, grandpa's like, we're broke grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. They remember all that oh, stuff. Dude. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, I was like, no, 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 no. We're all right. We're all right. <laughs> yeah. Know? And so, and that, uh, yeah. Cause, cause you do, uh, it, it's hard not to spoil your one child. Yeah. And so, but it, it, it's, it's about trying to raise this person to be the best person and be ready for life and knowing that he's not always going to come out with something. Yeah. And so it was, it was a uh, winning and losing. Oh, that's right. That's there we go. Yeah. Yeah. This, um, cause you're not always going to win kid. Yeah. I talked to a lot of different dads about that and especially, well, you know, touching back on the gaming thing again, yeah. when you play Fortnite, that's a competitive, that's a competitive game. It's not like, the Lego games, it's not like Minecraft. You are competing against other people. Yeah. And you're not going to win every time. And being able to cope with the fact that there's loss. In a, when we were younger, there was loss in video games where you, like, it's probably terrible to think about it now. And we probably have some sense of uh, minor PTSD from playing a game, losing and having to start all the way from the beginning because yep. there were no continues or saves yeah. or yeah. or codes to get you back where yeah. you were. Contra. Uh, yeah. Three lives. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was a tough thing as a kid to deal with. And there were a lot of like very intense and just sweat filled weekends trying to beat something. And so having having to raise a kid to be able to cope with losing was a very tough, it can be a very tough thing for some parents to navigate. And that is one of the elements of why I was supportive of the Fortnite or playing live against other individuals and stuff is because he was able to figure out how to lose better, you know? So, and, and also there was a, a less personal thing about it too. It was like, he understood that that was somebody else that was, that was beating him. Yeah. And so he was able to kind of cope with that. I mean, he still gets upset, you know, every now and then. And, and I'm constantly hearing him when, uh, when he gets shot or something like that, he's, he's like <laughs> hacking, hacking. That guy's totally, that's a hack, you know? And, and, I'll, and then I'll go to address it. I'm like, dude, not, I was like, the odds of people are doing that and cheating are very low. You just got to understand that there's people that are really good at these things, yeah. you know, and they're, they're preying on you and they're probably just seeing your tag, waiting for it to come along and know, oh, yeah. you know, realize that you don't know how to do a defense against this. And so you got to figure it out. But what he, what he really struggles with is the, the self loss of losing because he wasn't good enough on yeah. those on those scenarios or those games, um, like like Pac Man and stuff, 
where it's or or some game where he just has to make this jump and he just can't make that jump you know and those are the ones that i see him beating himself up against them the worst yeah and so but he does that he has that same element uh in school when he when he doesn't get a concept and he kind of hits a wall and man he hits that wall hard yeah you know and so he luckily he's had some amazing some amazing teachers you know um that have been aware of that and have been able to help him out with it and so and i i hope this the the school that we got him in will just keep kind of pushing him through and, and having those amazing teachers and those experiences um because yeah he doesn't deal with what is it it's like self-failure yeah you know that's and I think that a lot of people, they don't really, they can't navigate seeing that if it's just that one jump in the game, or if it's just that maybe they can't shoot a three, but they can shoot everything yeah. in front of that, that oh, recognize that you're excelling in all these other areas. You're yeah. able to get up to the point where you have to take that jump and then you fail. Understand that that's the obstacle now. Mm-hmm. When you accomplish that, know that there's going to be other obstacles down the road. Yeah. And how you handle this will reflect how you handle those too. And and being able to be there with him, like like uh, it, he's always had really good hand eye coordination, and so uh, like like throwing throwing a ball at him and him hitting it and stuff. The, uh, those moments where he gets really upset because he couldn't catch the ball, yeah. or and stuff like that, and he really beats himself. I'm able to be there to kind of like. Um, to kind of encourage him through it, you know, talk him down kind of stuff. It's the moments where I'm not there and he's failing at something that I worry about, you know, cause I, I, I've seen guys go into some like deep, dark places over failure, Yeah, you know, and that's something I want to, I mean, I've obviously never ex- experienced that because I don't. I just don't fail at anything. You know? <laughs> so, but no, I, I don't. I don't. Um, I don't process it the same way, you know that that he does. And I mean, I have my my struggles, obviously, but uh, those that that's not one of them. And so he needs. And and so I have a hard time helping him out. And so having a child that's going through an issue that you have a hard time relating with. And so where to you is just like, oh, it's easy. How about this? Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, and I've, I've actually I've actually told that to him before where I was like, how about this? It's not that important. Have fun and try it again. You know, and then he's on the floor. Like, I'm never trying it again. <laughs> you know? I always go back to the one memory that I have of, it wasn't myself, but we were playing recreational basketball here in Napomo. And we were playing against this team that was just dominating, but we beat them. Mm-hmm. And as we walk out, like some of the other team, they're crying. We're middle schoolers. We're grown. Yeah. We're not kids. Yeah, yeah. And they're crying and they, they're hanging their heads low. They're, they couldn't, yeah, they couldn't handle losing. And I don't, I think my dad may have been like assistant coaching or something, but he told us, don't gloat, don't right. showboat, don't walk out there and rub it in people's faces, any team that you play. And so when we walked out, I mean, we, we kind of were just to ourselves, mm-hmm. but still to, to see that and to under. I mean, when, whenever we lost, again, our coaches would tell us, don't hang your heads down low. You did your best. 
and you didn't win this time, but you practice and you come back and you try again. It's all you can do. Yeah. And, and to be able to explain that. And then, I mean, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm missing that element when, when in like, in like games and stuff and like video games, because he doesn't, he's not able to directly see the, in the person that he's affecting, you know? And so where you as a kid kind of thing, and you see how, how the other, the other teams lose loss and how they're crying. And I, I remember that playing some, um, uh, like T-ball and stuff like that. And then, and then like having that thought, I don't got to make them feel bad. They feel <laughs> bad already. You know, it's like that. Yeah. Like, oh, why would I go and make that worse and stuff? But we're in like in, in video games, like they have whole like programs to gloat, you know, that whole, um, which in, a in, in his karate classes, his, uh, karate instructor, um, great, great guy, great, great dude. Um, is so, so good with the kids. It doesn't allow any, any Fortnite dances or anything like that because he is like, that's taunting, Yeah, you know? And that is not an element that I will encourage here in my class is any sort of uh, taunting, gloating, saying that you're better than someone. You know, it's like, I don't care if it's the floss. I don't care if it's, you know, just a regular dance. But if somebody else has grabbed it to use in a negative way, Mm -hmm. then it's not going to be promoted here in my class. And so and that 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 was that was kind of an awakening thing for me, too, because uh like I'm, I'm so used to having like the buddies where you do stuff and then, you know, you're, you're kind of rough on them. Yeah. You know, I was like, Oh, well you didn't do that because you suck at life. Sorry, bro. <laughs> you know, kind of stuff, but all in fun. And I don't do that like around my son. Cause I don't want him, I wanted to, but when I see him kind of doing it, uh, and when it's not negatively affecting somebody else, it's hard for me to be, to be like, I was like, knock it off. You know, I was like, that's not nice. Don't yeah. do that because at some point you're not going to know the difference and you're going to really mess with someone. Yeah. Someone might lay you out for it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's, when you're roasting your buddies, that's, yeah. it, it can be different and mm-hmm. teaching them that there it's not a gray area. There's a line. Yeah. You can roast your buddies because you've all grown up together and you know, you know, each other's, you know, pretty much your limits, but in a, in a sport setting or a, even in a fight and things like that. There's sportsmanship, yeah, and not rubbing it in when or kicking a man while he's down, and teaching that and that aspect of things. That's where the karate instructor is coming coming in from is is from that sportsman mentality, you know. And where <clears throat> where I was looking at is more like a friendship kind of thing. It was like, ah, oh, it's all just building up better friends and stuff. But yeah, that's not always going to be the case. And until you're old enough to know the difference, which I don't know. It happens when like you're like 25. You know? <laughs> I know. It seems like it takes a really Some long time. Some guys just I still <laughs> don't ever figure it out. But I know there's a there's a guy. Um, you got to be careful. But there's word. there's a guy. He um he's the same way, and in the sense that it's like it could be related to say work, for example, mm-hmm. where he he may tell you one thing and you contradict that like no you're actually wrong and you go back to just mind your own business and they have to make it a point to beeline it to you oh yeah and have the last word yeah yeah and, it's like you always got to end up on top yeah 
you know? And, and even if you're like, it's like, dude, we were just having fun kind of stuff. It's like, and you really kind of made it into something that's not, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't care anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You made it all the way over here. And then you end up kind of just feeling bad. It's yeah. Like, I was like, Oh dude, I'm sorry that you had to take it to that level to make yourself <laughs> feel better. But I was like, okay. And then as long as if you're able to recognize it, not take it personally and be like, good, good, good job. And not like, you know, <laughs> condescending with it or anything, but it was so that they can be fulfilled. Yeah. So you're like, oh, wow. But that's a really competitive nature. Well, people that do that are just on that super competitive element. Um and this this individual is yeah. There, there's no good sportsmanship. Yeah. If he's winning, he rubs it in your face. If he's losing, you're cheating, and he's making it known that he's unhappy with it. And it it's to that extreme. Yeah. And at an age where it's like you've you're old, man. Like yeah. you've not grown out of that. <laughs> no, and that's like that's how everybody was like in the Marine Corps kind of thing, you know, because it's all that A type personality and stuff. And and that wasn't really me. And so there's a, a lot of times where people didn't even like me because I wasn't like that, you know? <laughs> They're like, you're too laid back. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, all right. And so, but I I I if I don't if I don't watch like my son's actions, he totally has the potential to end up going to that direction of taking things to the extreme, not knowing where that line is, being more concerned about how he feels about the outcome than about how the group does. Yeah. And so, yeah, it can, it can be a selfish slippery slope of competitiveness. Yeah. And so, but hey, that's what we're here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so if I could, if I could ask you to summarize kind of what we had initially spoke on about having one child and just being with that if if asked or how, how did I want to phrase this like I wanted to phrase it a certain way but so speaking to other parents who maybe want to make that same decision mm -hmm. and are having a hard time because of outside influences um what is it that you, you want to say to that effect? Yeah, no, appreciate it. Um, I think that it's, it's important that you just kind of take a step back, you know, and analyze how, like how you feel about your current situation or whatever it may be. Um, because it can go into so many different areas and, and being able to, figure out if you are capable of being like content with, with what you, with your, you know, your scenario with what you have, if it's one kid, you know, kind of thing. And then being able to like mentally justify it to yourself, you know, and if you can't justify to other people, then that's, that's, that's okay. You know, if, if when people keep coming up and asking and saying, like, oh, when are you going to have another or something like that? And if you're like, I don't really know if I want another, you know, to, to just be able to realize that's okay. There is no rule book. There is no actual uh, laws that, that stop you kind of thing. And so, but if you end up thinking, it's like, I think I might want to have another, you know, or something like that. Or if you're on the fence about it, just you got to take, take your moments, 
and and yeah, oh, and, and write downs. But like I'm I'm always a good like I'm not good at it, but I'm very pro at trying to write down why I feel the way I feel or pros and con lists. You know, but I kind of feel like if it comes down to a pros and cons list, you usually have an idea of what the outcome you want is. So just 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 be true to yourself, you know, and and then see if your partner's on board. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh shoot. <laughs> and that is a completely different podcast. <laughs> All right on man. I yeah. want to thank you for taking the time and being a part of this. And I want to thank you guys if you made it to the end of this podcast episode. Definitely for listening. Yeah. We had a good one here. And hopefully we can have you back talking about other topics and other things. Yeah, dude, anytime. Uh, it was fun. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, thanks. No worries. <laughs>